Nostalgic Staff Photographers. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of Beverly Hills 90210 from Fox to the CW. Kendra, can I just ask, have you ever seen these episodes before? I have never seen them You've before. never seen them? First time. You've never seen any of them? First time I've ever seen them. What about you? This is going to surprise you, but I've <laughs> seen them all. What? I know. Oh my goodness. Yep. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Other shows on the network include Is It Classic? Does It Rock? Where we pick a band or artist and go through their discography album by album, track by track. Three Nice Things, where we force ourselves to say three nice things about a movie with a bad and often earned reputation. I have to say, I just listened to the last Airbender episode. Mm. That movie is treacherously bad. I defended it when it came out, but I just... You can't. Yeah. You can't anymore. I still defend a couple things about it. Yeah. But we won't get okay. into it here. One of the guest hosts on that said he'd seen it five times. Yeah, that's which a lot. boggles my that's mind. That's a lot of times. Anyway, check out Three Nice Things. Uh, Radio 64, featuring video game music remixes, hosted by Dusk Versus Tweak, and previously on X-Men, where we look back on X-Men comics, movies, shows, characters, and more. They have a cool uh, interview coming up with J.M. DeMatteis. Yeah, they Comic do. book legend J.M. Yes. DeMatteis. So, so cool. Keep an eye out for that. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at HereWeGoPod. And please rate, subscribe, share the show wherever you get your podcasts. This week we're discussing episodes 2.8, Wildfire, and 2.9, Ashes to Ashes. West Beverly Blaze, take it away. <laughs> I'm an investigative reporter for the West Beverly newspaper. <laughs> These episodes originally aired September 12th and 19th of 1991. Joe E. Tata, is it Tata? Tata, I think, yeah. Tata, who plays Nat, yes. turned 55 on September 13th, 1991. Oh, right in between these episodes. So, while filming it, he's he, 55? Yeah, turns 55 right there. He doesn't there. look 55 to me. Well, he was, uh, he was, he was a uh, recurring character on the old Adam West Batman show in the 60s. Oh, wow. Which, you know, okay. significantly before this. So. Sure. September 10th, Smells Like Teen Spirit was released. Oh, like Nirvana? Nirvana, like, oh, okay, cool. yes. Classic, you know. Probably the only Nirvana song I know. <laughs> That's, yeah, now that okay. I'm thinking about it, All right. I might know. I might know another one. Um, so I put this here, but then I, I'm really not sure about this date, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. I originally saw September 16th. Yeah. James Bond Jr. premiered. Premiered. Uh huh. It might be September 30th. I'm not sure. Well, but I, I went ahead regardless. and and put it there. Um, because yes. you're a big James Bond Jr. fan. I am, and as we discussed with Mel Gildan, author mm -hmm. of the yes. 90210 novelizations, he had actually written for James Bond Jr. Yeah. So while he was writing the 90210 novelizations, his episode Earthcracker, which is a Goldfinger episode, was produced as part of uh, the first season of James Bond Jr. The animated I series. I briefly saw like a title for the episode, and they're they're pretty funny. They are titles. funny. They they're are pretty funny. funny titles. Would you recommend this show? I don't know how well it holds up. I mean, mm. at the time, you I loved it. it. Since no, it's not it's not that readily available. It was on some VHS mm. tapes, but it's kind of hard to find now. Gotcha. It was All fun right. then. Well, it premiered sometime in September. That's, okay, that's close enough. 1991. Yeah. September 17th, Home Improvement premiered. Uh. <laughs> That was really good. Thank you. That was really good. I was waiting. I really liked Home Improvement. I yeah. watched it a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, on September 20th, another show I watched a lot, Step by Step. I love Step by Step. Premiered. Yeah. I really liked Step yeah. by Step. That was the whole there was like classic TGIF. Yeah, there was yeah. like a block when I, I don't, it was probably in a, you know, reruns yeah. by the time I was watching okay. it, but it was like Home Improvement, Step by Step, and Family Matters yeah. were like all together, yeah. and I would just yeah. like full watch house. them all Usually in a row. Oh, house. yeah, and yeah. Full House. Yeah. Man, good times. I know. Good TV. Yeah, you're telling um, me. On the <laughs> uh, on the book 
front. There was oh. a, there were a lot of good books that came out in 1991. Um, but I was looking at the New York Times bestsellers list, mm-hmm. which you're familiar mm-hmm. with from your other That's podcast, true. All the Book Show. That's right. Thanks uh, for the plug, Kendra. Yeah. Um, and in 1991, September, pretty much from August to the beginning of October, some of all the sum of all fears by Tom Clancy, was at the top of the New York Times bestsellers list. Yes, this is uh, one of the Jack Ryan books, part of that series. Mm. Uh, Made into a movie with Ben Affleck, which came out when I I was in high school, I want to say. And so I have seen that in theaters. Uh, I've only read of these books. I've read Hunt for Red October, and I also read Rainbow Six. I haven't read some of All Fears. The movie was kind of... I was going to say, is the movie good? Popular book, anyway. I have not read a single Tom Clancy. They're very long. I don't know that I have the desire I understand. to read a Tom I Clancy. Yep. So, you know. But, you know, some of all fears. Yeah. The the big book all of right. September 1991. Oh, but you know what? We've already talked a lot about 90s animated series. So uh, <laughs> let's take a look beyond the zip code and see let's. what else the 90210 cast was doing. This is a quirky little thing that I just sort of accidentally discovered in, in doing <laughs> some research. But uh, Ian Zeringhet was a, a pretty successful voice actor and continues to do some voice acting. Most notably, he played the role of Vinny. In both versions of the animated series, Biker Mice from Mars. Have you heard of Biker Mice from Mars? No. It was, I think it was sort of, you know, like playing on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles craze. Oh, yes. And it was about that time. I was the right age for it. I have never seen this you show. You know what? In that other podcast I listened to, Do Go On, yes. they did a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode. And yeah. I think they might have. I'm sure, because this. it was a lot of like clones. Yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> here's what's interesting about it. If you're not familiar with the show, it follows three anthropomorphic mice. Mike's motorcyclists, I should oh, yes. say. Oh, uh, yes. That's important. <laughs> Named Throttle, Moto, and Vinny. They escape war on their home planet of Mars, just in sure. time to defend Earth from the evil Plutarchians who destroyed their homeland. Hmm. All right. Are you in? You yeah, can watch it? I'm in, yeah. Over the course of the show's run, several 90210 alums did guest spots on this, including recurring roles for Luke Perry, <laughs> uh, who was on both versions of the show, because there was a 2006, like... Oh. Redo. Okay. Uh, Jason Priestley and Brian Austin Green all did multiple episodes, but there is a season three episode called Hit the Road Jack that features the voices of Ian Zaring, Luke Perry, Jason Priestley, Jenny Garth, and Tori Spelling. Wow. So they travel in almost a pack. Almost the whole gang. Yeah. yeah. A, a mice motorcycle pack, apparently. <laughs> so uh, now I feel like I have to watch Biker Mice from Mars yeah. just for this alone. But yeah. Anyway. Agreed. All right. You, you watch it. Tell me if I should watch it. Okay. And then maybe I'll watch it. I can do that. Okay. All right, let's do some living in Beverly Hills. All right, the synopsis for our first episode, Wildfire, is at the opening day of the new school year, Brenda becomes peeved when Dylan starts spending time with the new transport student, Emily Valentine. Ugh. Peeved, I think, is a, a nice word. Brenda loses her mind. Nice word. Emily and Brandon also have eyes for each other. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, David is reunited with Scott after he returns from his summer vacation in Oklahoma with and a finds gallon hat. Yeah, <laughs> the biggest hat and finds that his friendship with David isn't as close as it used to be. Yes. All right. So let's take a look at this guest cast. First of all, Scott's back. Yeah. We haven't seen Scott since the premiere of season two. He I was wrote not it in the in summer my notes. episodes. Scott. Scott. Um, I did notice that he was, he, he's always been credited as Douglas Emerson, but He'd grown up, and so now it was just Doug Emerson. Oh, okay. So, sure. Anyway. I feel like Douglas is more of a grown-up name. That's true. 
Yeah, that's know. true. I mean, your grandma might be like, Douglas Emerson, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Doug Douglas Emerson returns here as Scott, and we also see birthday boy Joey Tata. Being uh, real creepy. Returning at SNAP. Real creepy yeah, to Emily. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's a creepster. <laughs> and that brings us to Christine Elise as Emily Valentine. Look, cards on the table. I don't like this character. <laughs> I don't like I, her. Yeah. I just I, want her to go away. I have mixed mixed feelings right. as we'll discuss well buckle up because this is her first of 12 appearances oh okay well i was wondering i was like is this going to be another uh, yeah. like she's here and then she's never yeah. here again well, for that see our second episode ashes <laughs> to ashes uh anyway uh christina Elise would go on to recur as dr harper tracy on er and she's worked consistently since the late 80s i mean she's never really gone along without work and she even reunited with the 90210 gang for bh 90210 where mm. she played herself only as, like, a Fox right. executive. Okay. Anyway, uh, fun fact, she and Jason Priestley started up a real-life romance that wow. lasted five years. Five years? They lived together. Very serious. Wow, that is serious. I also want to mention, this episode, uh, there's a lot of mention made of Knott's Landing. So, Knott's Landing was a spinoff of Dallas, which starred Patrick Ewing, yes. who was also in Step by Step. Yes. Anyway, it was a spinoff of Dallas, which featured Brian Austin Green. He played young Brian Cunningham right before 90210 started. Was there someone so. else, another guest who was oh, in yes. Dallas? Everybody okay. was in both okay. Dallas. And at this time, it was like, if you have ever acted, <laughs> you were in Dallas. You were in Dallas. Yep. It's kind of like uh, like Law and Order. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yep. All right, let's do it, Kendra. Let's get it. Take us on this it. journey. I have to open up my notes. That's Here fine. we go. Yep. We start uh, at the beach. Uh, well, not really. I mean, it's very clear from the get-go yeah. that Brandon is having a dream. Which I like, think is new. Has Brandon had a fantasy? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know if Brandon's had a fantasy, but he's at the beach and there's women fawning all over him mm-hmm. and then he sees a really hot Scant- girl. Scantily clad women. Yes. I feel it's yes. important that they know. He sees this really hot girl like walking towards him and he, he's saying her name, yeah. right? Well, is, this, think, is this a person? He, I don't think so. He gets the classic sunglasses shot, yeah, though. Yeah, he does. That's where it's at. Yes. Lifting there the glasses. There it is. Yeah. Um, so... Brenda wakes him up yep. from this dream to remind him that they need to get ready yep. for school. This really felt like a season premiere. Yeah, it did. It? I'm, so I'm glad we did our little break. Yeah. And uh, I hope everybody went out and read Fantasies, the book yes. by Katie Smith, because it was so much fun. Worth the read. Definitely. I'm really going to say worth the read worth there. worth the read. Yep. So Brenda wakes him up. She's talking about she had a bad dream. And he guesses that she dreamed that she showed up to school naked. Yeah, classic dream. Um, which she did uh-huh. have a dream. I, as a teacher, always have bad dreams when it's like the end of a break right. or something and I'm going back. Uh-huh. It's always like I have an awful dream. Okay. So I understand. You, you, okay. You, you, I understand yep, this, this sentiment. So there. then we have this like montage of everyone getting ready for school. Kelly's trying on different shoes. Uh, Andrea's sharpening her pencils. Yes. Yes. Oh, those white sneakers Kelly put on. It was like, why do you even own those? Those are terrible. <laughs> I know. She went through a lot of shoes. But we see, you know, Steve and Donna. We see everyone yep. getting ready for school. Yeah. So at school, Brandon is driving his new car. Yeah. He's he's got it. It's yeah. working. Dad rebuilt the engine. Yeah, it's it's all good. Yeah, they they drive to school. Brenda decided to wear like a man shirt with a tie. Yeah, kind of. I, outfit. Did she borrow that outfit from Andrea from I season one? I don't that's... know. It looks like her dad's. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, outfit. I think she so, kind of pulled it off. I think she pulled it off yeah. too. But it was uh, it it was striking when I first saw it. David is still the DJ. Yeah. 
and Scott's back. There he is. There he is. I, I wrote Scott's back. Scott's back. With a hat. <laughs> yes. So he's it's wearing this giant hat. This the like Stetson cowboy hat. hat. And it's, you know, uh, David asks about it immediately. Yeah. He's like, what, why are you wearing that? Yeah. And Scott totally Scott has no apologies. He's totally oblivious of the no, criticism no. as well. He's like, oh yeah, it's my hat. Yeah. You know, it's he's, just, just he's my hat. He's very happy-go-lucky. Yeah. So there's this thing... There's this back to school event yeah. called is it called Hello Day? Something. Something like that. And different people are gonna do different acts. Yeah. Kinda like a talent show. Yeah. I guess. And Brenda wants her and Donna and Kelly to do some sort of act. The, yeah, she keeps mentioning parodies and things. Yeah. Uh, from them all. Now, is the scene with Scott is this where he brings David the country western CDs? <laughs> it, it's about to go okay, back to right, that. Yeah. It kind of flashes yes, back and okay. forth. So so they're talking about that. Then it goes to Scott and David. Yeah. And he asks what's up with his hat. Right. And then he, um, yes, he brought him country western yeah. CDs. Yeah, and David is so awkward. Scott says something like, you're not, are you, you're not a fan of country? And David's like, not as such. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, okay. I don't know. Not as such. But you can tell he's really not excited. And then Scott is like, you should play these yeah. on your show. On your radio show. And he's like, uh, yeah. I don't, don't know about yep. that. Yeah. Cut to the parking lot. <laughs> Emily Valentine yep. pulls up on her motorcycle. Yep. And Dylan, Dylan pulls up in his car. Yep. And is just like eyeing her up. Finally gets out of the car and introduces himself yeah. and they kind of have a you yeah. know little talk about LA and how she just moved there and then he ends it with asking her out right like he first asks her to ditch school yeah to go out and then he asks her to go out that night yeah um he works he works quick he does yeah um at inside the school Brandon is getting in his locker Emily walks up her mm-hmm. locker is right next to Brandon's yep they start talking yeah and it off yeah hitting it off and Brandon takes her to the Blaze. Yeah. So that she, because she has a guitar mm-hmm. that won't fit in her she locker. She needs a place to put her axe. Her axe. Yeah. yeah. It's an acoustic guitar. I yeah. don't know if you call acoustic guitars an axe. I'm not really sure why she brought it to school on mm-hmm. the first day. Well, but you know. Yeah. It's like a it's security her, blanket. Yeah. Dylan had a guitar, remember? Yeah. He uh, took yeah. it to a pawn shop and then yes. was real sad about yes. it. Yes, his favorite thing yep. in all the world. Yep. Yeah. So he takes her to the Blaze. Um, Andrea is, you know, going a mile a minute. Yeah. Wanting, she wants the paper to win awards mm-hmm. because it's, you know, their final year. And Brandon introduces her to Emily. And they're both kind of, like, wary yeah. of each other. But yep. Andrea, especially, yeah. is like, who is this girl? Right. And why is she talking to Brandon? And she does not like it. No, she doesn't. In the bathroom, the, the girls, the trio, mm-hmm. Donna, Kelly... Brenda are like redoing their makeup. They're talking about the hello day and what they want to do. Donna says they should do a version of addicted to love called yeah. addicted to sex. Right. Like do a parody. Right. And they're both like, no, I don't think so. Donna. Right. <laughs> so then from the, from the stalls we behind them, Emily Valentine, Emily Valentine is giving suggestions and, Joins their group. Addicted to makeup. Yeah. Addicted to makeup. Addicted to makeup. And they're like, who are you? And she's like, the new member of your group. Yep, here I am. Emily Valentine. There she is. Yeah. At lunch, Dylan tells Brandon that he has a date, wants to bring her to the peach pit. It doesn't say who it is, though. Yeah. Uh, wants to bring her to the peach pit. 
just wanted to make sure that wouldn't be weird. Yeah. I loved the scene between Dylan and Brandon. Yeah. They were so goofy. Yeah. You know, when, when Dylan, <laughs> Brandon's like, weird me? Yeah. Like, to be a little crazy <laughs> get in his face. Yeah. I liked it was, it a lot. It was a funny scene. Yep. I've lost my place. Um, and then the girls and Emily are talking about cars. Emily's asking them what cars they have. Yeah. Then they talk a little about how Brenda doesn't have a license right. and how she doesn't have a car. At home, Emily... So Emily, they're all at the Walsh house. Right. Emily figures out that Brenda and Brandon are twins because yep. she didn't she didn't know that. Dylan calls and Brenda thinks that it's going to be for her. Right. But then it turns out to be for Brandon. Emily perks right up. Like, yes. oh, I met a Dylan today. Yes. Yeah. So, and she's very oblivious to Crazy how oblivious. the mood suddenly Everybody changes. Everybody changes, yeah. So she's like, I met Dylan and he was nice. And everyone, like Brenda just immediately is I know. like... And it's funny because I thought, like, why is she being so stupid about this? But it's clear in a later scene, she really doesn't get it. She really doesn't. What cracked me up in that scene was the dramatic music that starts playing when she says Dylan. It, yeah. It's like, it's like when Brandon was hanging off a cliff in the <laughs> camping trip. Yeah. It's so dramatic. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, no. But yeah, she just really doesn't pick up on that, you know, I don't know. She doesn't yeah. pick up on anything. So later at the peach pit which looks like the peach pit and it does and they've got the outfits yes Yes. i wrote that i wrote love the new uniforms i've been waiting for those outfits really yes (laughs) i i really like it i think it i think it looks nice uh so nat comes up so dylan and and emily walk in yeah brandon's working yeah and then nat comes up and he says, um, does this pretty face have a name? Mm-hmm. And then he grabs her and takes her over to the jukebox. And then he's like hugging on her. I yeah. don't know. I yeah. just thought it was weird. It was. It was creepy. I, I, I mean, I guess everybody loves Emily Valentine. Like, she's so great. And I guess, like, Nat loves everybody. Right. But were I, I Emily, I know. I'd be like, who is this man? Well, that's the thing. I think Nat's supposed to be just, like, charming and whimsical. But often it's like, okay, Grandpa, let's uh, yeah. let's take a step back. Yeah. So while she's over at the jukebox with Nat, uh, Brandon and Dylan kind of realize that they both have dates yeah. with this person. So Brandon asked her out earlier. Yeah, right. I didn't mention that, but he did. Yeah. Um, I guess when they were... I almost, I didn't really notice it either. It was kind of well, a subtle... Well, he said something about he has tickets to yeah to a game right. or something. So yeah. I guess that was him asking her out. I guess so, out. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. But they kind of were like, oh, all right. Yeah. And that's kind of just how it is. It's just a little awkward. At home, Brenda and Kelly are talking on the phone mm-hmm. about Emily. Yes. Kelly says that Brenda should tell Emily Which about she Dylan. absolutely should. She should. Yeah. She doesn't, but she should. Yeah. On Back on the date, Emily and Dylan are uh, parked on a cliff looking at all of L.A. Yeah. They're kissing. They are kissing. They, yep. And then Dylan says that he's not really broken up with someone right. but he's not really with someone right. which is how we've been yeah, interpreting pretty it pretty much yep that so they're I guess they've together but they're not together right um but you know they go back to kissing mm-hmm. after that so i guess emily's fine with that at home <laughs> at home brandon breaks it to brenda that Dylan and Emily were on a date. Yeah. Brenda kind of plays it off. Yeah. Like it's no big deal. He's allowed deal. to do whatever he wants. Yeah. No. Which he is. Right. Yeah. Um, but after Brandon leaves her room, she calls Kelly and yeah. is like, you were right about her. Yeah. She made the first move yeah. on Dylan. Yeah. Whatever. At school, Ooh. David asks Scott to watch the radio booth while he runs to the bathroom. Yes. 
Scott is only supposed to push one button. button. Just supposed to push a button. Just supposed to push a button. Brenda and Andre are talking about Dylan, and um, Brenda says she almost called Andre at the rap line. Yeah. What did she mean by that? A little that? bit of continuity. Like she was feeling... I don't think she means she was feeling suicidal. She just wanted to talk to Andrea? I think she was just feeling very depressed. Okay. You know. And she just wanted... Yeah. Okay. But I love I the continuity. Said, yes. Yes. Uh, Emily and Steve... Uh, no. Emily finds Steve. So yeah. I guess they'd met before. I guess so. And asks Steve to show her to her class. Which right. she does. And he's all flirting with Again, her. Again, everybody loves Emily Valentine. Yes. And the the gang of girls are watching from down the hall, yeah. and they call her a slut. They straight up call her a slut. Call her a slut, because yep. she's she's making moves on yep. all their men. David, while he's in the bathroom, he comes out and... Is it country music? It's not country. No, but see, I feel like that's a music replacement issue, because it, must be. it should have been a country song, yeah. but it was more just like a slow pop song. Yeah, it was. You know, it's playing. It's like R&B. And uh, David... Runs back. He's really mad at Scott for doing that. Yeah. And he kind of yells at him about it and, you know, says it's not cool that yeah. he did that. At lunch, Emily is, she comes to eat with them. They are being so yes. rude to her. Yes. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> keep going for awful. now. I know. Yeah. Uh, and Emily says she's going to the gynecologist. Yeah. So she can't practice for their right. big song that they're going to do. Um, because her, she says her mom wants her to get on the pill because yep. of her siblings. Her older sisters who had some issues. Yes. Yeah. So they, you know, are judging her on that. Brenda then runs to Dylan and, like, accosts him yeah. about Emily. And is like, I don't know. She just is so unreasonable. Yeah. And he's like, what do you want? <laughs> I know. I know. And I'm fully on Dylan's side. I'm, I don't know why he's still talking to Brenda, no. frankly. She's, She's been awful. being... So obnoxious. Yes, she is. So obnoxious. Yes, she is. And she's like, I didn't think it would happen this fast. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, all that you know, stuff. It has been an entire summer. Yeah. It's been months and months. So it's yeah. not like it's super fast, but. No. She. Anyway. And he's like, you know what? You you gave up the right to know about my sex life when you didn't want to be part of it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. That is fair. And he says you can't have it both ways, yeah. which is true. Yeah. In the hallway, David gives a shout out to Emily over the, the radio. Yeah. Does David ever go to class? Is I don't he just, think he's just... He's just no. doing the radio. <laughs> Brenda is then really rude to Emily. I forget what she says. She's, well, she... Oh, she's she like, leaves. have fun at the gynecologist. <laughs> which was my favorite line of this episode. <laughs> It killed me. It was just so catty. Yeah. Oh so then gosh. Kelly finally tells Emily that yeah. Brenda and Dylan have a thing. Right. And For years now. Yeah. And they're like, well, now you know. At school later, Scott apologizes to David for yeah. what he did. And David kind of, he wants to hang out, but David says he has to go to dinner with right. Kelly and with yeah. their parents because they're still dating. Mm -hmm. And Scott says he brought back something explosive yes. from Oklahoma that he wants to show. Scott went deep Oklahoma. Well, he really did. <laughs> he did. Um, at home, Brenda is kind of grilling Brandon because he's about to go on his date right. with Emily. Yes. So he's kind of grilling her, grilling him about it. On the date, Emily is talking about places she's lit. She's moved around yeah. a lot. Yeah. And Emily says that Brenda should have talked to her mm -hmm. about it if she had a problem, mm -hmm. which is true. 
It's very true. Like, here's my issue with her, that Brenda did not handle this well yeah. at all. So Brandon brings Emily to the same... But, but, ma- Emily has to be a complete idiot yeah. not to be picking up on these signs. It's true. So, like, yes, Brenda should take the initiative, but there's really no excuse for Emily no. missing all of that. No. You know? And as a person who's moved around a lot, I'm just yeah. going to say, don't date someone the first week you're right. there. Yeah. Like, That's good advice, Get Kendra. the lay of the land good first, advice. you know, That's good advice. before you just start dating people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, now, now I've lost my place again. Okay, so Brandon brings Emily to the same make-out location that Dylan had the yeah. night before. Yeah. They start kissing, and then Emily tells him, like, right. hey, Dylan brought me here right. last night. But they go back to they kissing after fine. that. They seem fine. Everybody so seems fine. They're, yeah. Everything is fine. Yeah. At school, Dylan and Brandon are talking about the date, and Brandon is, you know, like, I liked her. And right. Brandon straight up asked Dylan, like, did you sleep with her? Yeah, but we had a nice little reference there because Dylan was like, you said the next time. Yeah, you know, I didn't remember when I that happened. I think that's a reference to Cheryl, Brandon's Brandon's Minnesota girlfriend. Oh. Because he, Dylan and Cheryl are, are, spent some time together and yeah. Brandon wants to know what happened. Mm-hmm. That's where that's coming from. So I thought, okay. again, that was a cool that like, is, continuity yeah. reference. That was, a, that was a while ago, too. a deep too. cut. So Dylan doesn't punch Brandon, he but doesn't. he but he tells him that no, they didn't that do it. They, did they didn't not do sleep the together. deed. Yeah, at Scott's house. Yeah, later on, have we ever seen Scott's? House? I don't think so. But there are so many fireworks. Fireworks. How did he bring all those fireworks? I back? don't know. Did they fly? I don't. Did he fly mm, with the fireworks? Probably not flying. No. I don't know where Oklahoma is in relation in relation to, to where LA. they are in California. That seems like it'd be a long drive, but yeah. anyway, who knows. Fireworks and something with a little bit more kick. Yeah. Uh, A shotgun. Yeah. (laughs) Which David is very visibly um, uncomfortable with. Yeah, and Scott's as clueless as Emily Valentine at picking up cues. He's like, look at me, I'm going to shoot this bird. And David's like, can we not? Like, he's very... And then I thought it was going to turn into a whole, like, gun thing, but it didn't. I don't know if that's going to come up later, but... Yeah, so Dylan kind of, or not Dylan, David kind of storms off and leaves angrily. Um, And Scott is just very oblivious. Yeah, just stays killing birds or whatever he's up to. Whatever he's doing, just sitting in his pool, shooting birds. (laughs) (laughs) Where's that deleted scene? Uh, Back at the Walsh house, everyone is over for dinner. (laughs) Sitting in his pool. Because he has a big pool in his backyard. Shooting birds. You know. <laughs> As you do. As you do. In Beverly Hills, I assume. By way of Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, okay, so at the Walsh House, everyone's over for dinner. All, yep. the, all the friends. Jim is making dinner. I feel like we haven't seen Jim in a while. Yeah. I feel like he hasn't been in the last couple of episodes. Brenda is just like straight up being yeah. horrible. Well, because em- she invited Emily to this before yeah. everything came out. Yes. Before she knew about that Emily was dating Dylan, before she knew about Emily and Brandon, before anything had happened, Brenda invited her. And so now everybody's kind of like, why would she still come to this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's a sort of a fair question. Why would yeah. she still come to this? Because but... she doesn't, she doesn't. Yeah. It's, she's oblivious. She's not understanding. Nope. She's not understanding. So Brenda, I can't even remember all the stuff she said, but. Very, very rude yeah. to uh, 
to well, Emily. Everybody's like in, in the sort of kitchen dining room area. Jim and Cindy, yeah. the whole gang. And Brenda is just lacing into oh, her. Emily is going to get her guitar. Yeah. And she like is making jokes about her yeah. guitar. And Emily is kind of like, you know, if you have a problem, like tell me or tell I, me to leave. Like I, Kelly had a line before that that I loved where Emily was like talking to Steve or something and, and, and Dylan and Brandon were there and Brenda was like, I can't believe she still came. And Kelly's like, why not? All of her boyfriends are here. <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. Dylan tries to jump in and say something yeah. and Brenda's like, stay out of this, yeah. Dylan. Yeah. This but is it's a... not a private thing. No. I mean, I don't understand what Jim and Cindy are doing. I couldn't. I wrote that down. I was like, why are Cindy and Jim just watching this happen? Let her just berate this girl in front of <laughs> They're everyone. They're not saying anything. I know. It's crazy. So Emily leaves. Yeah. No one stops. I mean, Brandon kind of runs yeah, after her. Yeah, he's like, Emily, but, no. But That's all he does. He just like makes a step and is yeah. like, oh, uh, yeah, well. Too far. Oh, it's well. too far. Later that night, Cindy and Brenda are talking about what happened and Brenda says that it's big, you know, she's dating Dylan and that really bothers her and Cindy's like, do you do you want to be with him? Right. Just do it. Just go be with him. And Brenda's like, even how can you say that after everything that's happened? Which is what? I don't. I don't know. The pregnancy scare, I, I which guess. was nothing. I know. I don't know. I I thought the same thing. I didn't get it. Nothing is happening. And it comes back again too. There's no reason they shouldn't be together. No, I know. I know. It except make, for Brenda is being doesn't stupid. Doesn't make any sense. Brenda's yeah. being stupid. Yep. Um, I lost my place Well, again. we're back to the school now, right? Yes. Yeah. Brenda. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're back at school. David is preparing for this hello day yeah. thing. He's in charge of it for some reason. Emily, they're, so they're all supposed to do this skit together, and the three girls are like, well, Emily's probably not going to yeah, show up, yeah. and she's the main part of this, so, you know, we're not going to be able to do it if she doesn't show up. And Kelly says, well, Brenda, you were pretty awful, yeah. which is funny for Kelly to yeah. say because yeah. she's had her she's awful had her moments, share. She's too. Had her share. So Brenda goes to find Emily and asks her for another chance. I feel that we should mention, too, that Brenda and Kelly and Donna are wearing matching oh, yeah. skin-tight black dresses yeah. with their hair pulled back into buns. Is this an... Is this a homage to something are they doing a I think thing i think they're just supposed to be sort of like 50s girl group thing, okay but it's i wasn't sure if they were it's a weird referencing a specific this this scene does get a fun callback in the bh 90210 oh really yeah oh, that's we're funny. not going to be talking about that for another 10 years though so i feel i can tell you that <laughs> um so they you know they argue and emily doesn't want to give brenda another chance and Emily admits that she is a virgin. She's never even yeah. slept with anyone. Yeah, she's like, and you think I sleep around? Well, yeah. Guess what, sister? <laughs> so Brenda, you know, feels really bad yeah. that she judged her yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, Brenda, and she she ends up talking her into doing the performance. Yes. So, but but they were gonna sing "Addicted to Makeup," and Emily's like, "We want to sing something that's a little bit more close to the heart." Yeah. And then they sing. They sing a song about break, breaking up yeah, is break, hard to do. Neil Sedaka's cover, Breaking Up is Hard to okay. Do. And uh, it is shocking how much they aren't singing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they didn't even try. It's like there's one <laughs> microphone that the yeah. three of them are sharing. Yeah. The voices don't match at all. Yeah. Emily's voice doesn't match at all. It's crazy. Yep. But everybody goes wild. They they love it. Brandon and Andrea share a little moment yeah. in the in the crowd. Yeah, little yeah. He's hug, like, oh, hug and Andrea, a kiss you're such a great kid friend. sister. And look, I'm just gonna say it. I think Scott's pulling off the hat. 
you know what? I think he's making it work. Yeah. So I think he's do with yeah. that what you will. So David and Scott have a little conversation. Yeah. Um, where Scott apologizes for the gun. Yeah. And they kind of admit that they both changed a lot yeah. over the summer and yeah. maybe they're not the same people that they were. Also, last I, maybe year. that's a good point. I mean, you kind of spoke to this earlier, but I fundamentally don't understand David's role on campus. I feel yeah. like maybe he also runs the school. He's. <laughs> He's the vice president. He's like the, he's like the <laughs> DJ and the superintendent, and he's 11 years old, so I'm not sure. Uh, he's a sophomore, actually. He's a sophomore, you're right. Um, yeah, it, it seems like he's becoming in charge of more things. Yeah. I don't know. It's like he's like the class president yeah. or something. I don't know. It's like he's but the senior never... class president, yeah, though. Yeah, I, mean... I know. Why would he be in charge okay. of this? But anyway, after the performance, Kelly and Donna um, head off together there's a lot of boom mic in oh. the scene i don't know if you saw that no, it, I didn't. it dips in a couple times oh, i gotta watch it emily again. tells brenda so dylan comes around the corner and emily tells brenda does she does he say does she say he's a good guy or something i didn't hear what she said but know. she tells brenda not to throw away yeah 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 don't don't lose don't what throw you got. away what you have with yep. dylan yeah and that night brenda and dylan go on a date and decide to be together. Yay. They're back together. But Brenda repeats again, like after everything I've been through, and I just don't. Nothing. She must just be talking about the very minor pregnancy scare. It really scared her, I, I guess. I guess it did. I guess so it did. So she said she needed time, but she. She had her time. So they're. She decided they are back that together. They're cool. They love each other. We're co- we're, 902, and here we go, is officially calling Dylan and Brenda are back together. They are. That is the position of this podcast. <laughs> Let it be known. For the moment. Did you notice the porno music that they had underneath that scene? No. They're sitting in the car and he's like, Brent, and it's like. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, I watched this episode um, as maybe some some other people did uh, in it was flipped. Oh, it was flipped backwards. This is one of these hard so to there find were, ones. Yeah, it was. So I can't even remember where I was watching it, but uh we daily motion or okay. something uh-huh. but it uh it was flipped and i had to speed it up yeah. to a normal speed yeah and um because it was flipped there were several times where i was like why is he driving on the wrong oh. side and then i was like oh wait a minute it's flipped. Right. and then i was like wasn't dylan's scar on the other eye <laughs> oh wait a minute it's flipped so <laughs> i'm so confused about what why because they're on the DVD, so it's not like they're lost or something, but they're not available on streaming anywhere. To be annoying. So I just randomly have this DVD. I bought it at an FYE like 10 years ago because it was, no, it was at a Big Lots because it was like $2. <laughs> oh, wow, a Big Lots. Yeah, it was like $2 and I was like, well, I have to buy it. Yeah. So, but now I randomly have the second season, so. Well, that's, yeah. that works out. So that's the episode. That is the episode. What's, All right. What's your old snap? I think it's I think it's Emily's pronouncement that she's a virgin. Mm. I think that's the most like high drama that we get. I think for me it's that that scene in the kitchen. Yeah. Where Brenda is is telling her yeah. off and no one is that's true. no one's doing anything to stop <laughs> they her. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. Um yeah. All right. Uh what's the verdict? Did you like the episode? There was stuff that I liked. Yeah. Here's the thing with Emily. <laughs> she seems like a nice, chill person. Yeah. But she also is just dating people. Yeah. Her first couple days right. there. Two two best friends she's dating. Yeah. And she wants to be like friends in this group. I don't know. I feel like as she, soon... I know. She says a lot like she wants to be... She just wants to be... 
accepted. Right. You know, she opened up and wanted to be part of the group. And I'm like, then don't just like come in dating everybody. I think as soon as you find out that Brandon and Dylan are best friends, you're like, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't. I don't think her choices really make a lot of sense. No. I think she's kind of a reckless character. Yeah. But what I couldn't decide from this episode alone is whether or not the writers were aware that she was a reckless character. Mm. Like, is she presented as being just sort of innocent in all of this? I think so. I think so, too, and she's not. Yeah. So, I don't particularly like this episode. Yeah. I think a lot of stuff is just, well, like Brenda telling her off and the parents not doing anything. Yeah. Or... Uh, Emily missing all the cues like all that stuff to me seems very like uh, just yeah it's just it's weak writing because it's not it's just saying this is this is your takeaway here's what you're supposed to take away blah it's not doing the work to get us there yeah so I think this is I mean the introduction of Emily Valentine I think is kind of an important episode so I would say yes you should watch it but I don't I, I don't think it's very good I don't think I don't know why Dylan wants to be with Brenda at yeah, this point because I think she's super annoying. I don't have a clue. Um, but I'm glad they're back together. I am too. Yeah. I think that's why I was so annoyed like throughout the episode was because like it's annoying that they're not together. Yeah. Like why? Why aren't you together? Yeah. But now they are. So that's fine. All right. Next episode? Next episode. Right. So our synopsis for Ashes to Ashes. Brandon befriends a new family, the Ashes. Oh, that's the title. Yeah, yeah. Ashes, ashes. I just, uh, yeah. I just figured that out. Whose race stirs up Beverly Hills when they move in near the Walshes. The siblings include Robbie, a freshman photographer who volunteers to work at the Blaze, and his older sister, whose boyfriend is roughed up by a racist security patrol. Meanwhile, Jim and Cindy try out a new state-of-the-art house alarm system, which is more of a nuisance than a help. Um, I, okay, so, yeah, let's do, let's do the guest cast, but then I feel like I have a disclaimer before this episode okay, begins. Okay, okay. The guest cast includes Richard Roundtree as Robinson Ash II, so the, the patriarch of, oh, of okay. the Ashes. Um, he's worked regularly since the 1970s, but his most notable role is John Shaft in the old Shaft TV show and movies. Oh, like Shaft. Shaft. Oh, Yeah, he's okay. Shaft. <laughs> He's Shaft. And he just reprised the role in 2019 as John Shaft Sr. in the in the new Shaft huh. movie. So, yes. Oh, that's fun. That was Shaft. Interesting. Uh, Eugene Bird as Robinson Ash III, or Robbie, mm-hmm. who is Brandon's age. Yes. I recognized him as Walter on Ghost Rider. Did you ever watch Ghost Rider on PBS? Oh, no. It I've was seen a... the movie Ghost Rider. No, 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 not that. That wasn't a good movie. It was about... They... they these kids find basically a ghost who can only communicate with them by writing. Mm-hmm. And it was like sure. much creepier than I thought. Like I would watch mm-hmm. it and then I'd end and be like, oh my gosh, that was so creepy. <laughs> like <laughs> I loved the show, but it freaked me out. So I recognized him as Walter on Ghost Rider, but I didn't know until I read that he recurred on Arrow playing Andy Diggle. Um, oh, the brother. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. John Diggle, who's, who's a main character on, on CW yes. Arrow. Yes. Uh, his brother, Andy. This was Eugene that's Bird. That's totally him. I know. I know. Nice. As soon as you know, it's like you can see it. Yeah. But he's so little in, he this, is. in yeah. this episode. So yeah. that was fun. Vivica Fox. Vivica as, A. Fox. As, yes, as Sharice Ash. Uh, so, of course, Vivica Fox is everywhere. I mean, she's known for many things. I, I would probably say most notably uh, playing the role of Jasmine in Independence Day and its ill-conceived sequel, Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Uh, no one has. And she also made some notable guest spots on shows like Curb Your Enthusiasm and Empire, but a long, very successful career. 
And finally, we had Tina Lawford as Felicity Ash, the matriarch of the Ash family, who recurred on Knots Landing with Brian Austin Green. Ha! She also appeared on Deep Space Nine. She was Renee Trussell on Parenthood, which you love. Parenthood, Parenthood. I've seen. Yes. Okay. And she was the CIA director Lowry on Scandal. Shonda Rhimes. Can't even think who she was on Parenthood. I also want to mention Susan Brown, who played Mrs. Cooper, sort of the neighborhood patrol lady. I know she's a real pain, but she looked so familiar to me, and Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure out what it was, and I still don't know. So Mm. maybe she just seems recognizable to me. But um, she appeared as the character Dr. Gail Adamson Baldwin on both General Hospital and Port Charles. So she's played that character over 500 times. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That is... That's a lot. Yes. a lot of times. All right. So this episode uh, deals very, very clumsily with racial issues. I agree. Horribly clumsily. Yes. And it's surprising to me that this episode would handle this so poorly because I felt like in the first season with one-on-one, you remember one-on-one? Yeah. It was, it was a mm-hmm. whole basketball plot and, and, yeah. and Brandon thought that, you know, that one, Brandon really gets dressed down for being mm-hmm. racist. I yeah. mean, they're, they're like, no, you're bringing your own, like, you're bringing your own issues to this. And he really, I mean, Brandon gets taken down he for does. this. Yes. And it was really powerful because here he is the lead of this show, not trying to be a jerk, but getting called out on the fact that whether, whatever his, his attempts here are, he was being racist Mm -hmm. and he gets a real dressing down. Mm -hmm. This episode, it's awful. Yeah. It's it's, really bad. There's some rough stuff in this. There really is. So let's just, let's let's just roll through. But I'm going to say right now, I, this episode does not age well. No. And I say skip it. Yeah, I agree. Skip it. Which, which stinks, because there's some good cast in it. Yeah, absolutely. But, I know. I but, know. But but we'll talk about that in, in when we get to the verdict afterwards. Okay. All right. So we start at home, and there's a big meeting going on in the Walsh living room. Yeah. Lots of people there. They're just sitting in silence as this man looks at his watch. Finally, he's like, that was 90 seconds, and that's yep. all it takes for your house to get burgled. Yep. Um, but that's also how long it takes for the security guards to get there. Yeah. So if they join this, what is it? It's like a... It's, I thought it was just like a neighborhood watch situation, but I think it's more like basically just a little like private police force within the neighborhood. For the neighborhood. Yeah. 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 So he's trying to get people to, to join this and they are installing this security system in the Walsh house. Yes. And Jim is kind of... Seeing yeah. how it all works. He first uh, thanks Jack and Candy Welsh for yeah. hosting that. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. funny. And the, Jim Jim names. corrects yeah. corrects him yeah. on that. Cindy is gossiping with uh, what's her name, Mrs. Cooper. Yeah, Mrs. Cooper. Um, about uh, oh, did you see this person and this person and oh, by the way, a new family moved in yeah. down the road and yes. you'll see yep. about these people at school. Um, someone is taking pictures yeah. of everyone. Yeah. And at first I thought maybe this was just like a thing they yeah. were doing. Right. But because because you, you're, you're looking at the thing and then we get a still frame. Yeah. Black and white with kind of a Polaroid frame around yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that keeps happening. Um, and we keep seeing the, the cast getting their pictures taken. Yeah. Steve Sanders pulls up in his car and says that the world is one huge clam. And I didn't know what that meant. I don't know what it means either. 
It was confusing. I've got to say, though, in both of these episodes, I'm very confused about the state of Stephen Kelly's relationship. Yeah. Because they're very chummy, like arms they around are. each other, and like they're just the best of friends. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really seem romantic, but... Yeah. And I mean, Kelly was mad that Emily was flirting with Steve yeah. in the last episode. Right. So... Very confusing. Yeah. Brenda wants to meet Dylan's mom. Yeah, Iris. Dylan does yeah. not want that to happen. Not a fan. Andrea, we, we go to the, the blaze. She has found a photographer. Mm-hmm. And it's, is it Robinson? Is it, or is it Robeson? Robinson? Mm, I'm not sure. Well, they call him Robbie for short. Yeah. But Robinson Ash the Third. Yeah. And then Brandon has a real bad British accent yes. that he does. None of the Walshes should do accents. <laughs> Just don't do it. After he hears that name. But Andrea wants, so they're looking at these pictures that we saw being taken. Yeah. As we were pulling up to school. And uh, it's just, you know, of everyone. He's just going around taking pictures of people. But Andrea wants Brandon to go meet Robinson yeah. and see if he would be a good fit for, yeah. for the blaze because they need a photographer. So Brandon goes to the tech room. There's a weird yellow mannequin in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know what it was. No, I don't know either. It was very strange. Sorry. But he approaches this kid and yeah. is like, are you Robinson Ash the third? Yeah. This white kid. Right. Let's yes. uh, be specific yes. on that. Yeah. Because then behind him, yeah. an African-American kid turns around and is like, that's me, actually. And Brandon is very thrilled. Brandon's like, what? Yeah. But your name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it really throws him for yeah. a loop. Um, so they talk about, they talk about him being the, the yeah. photographer. Yeah. Um, later at like band practice. I guess when, when Andrea was telling him he had to go and talk to this kid because mm-hmm. she had the pictures. Yeah. She says, uh, she's like, well, listen, Brandon, if you don't like him and then she looks at the pictures some more, maybe you'll learn to like maybe him. Maybe you'll learn to I like him. I thought that was really funny. Because he's anyway, real good. They go to band and he takes just horrendous pictures of yeah, like tubas blurry. and things. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. they get real band geeks to play those kids, I don't know, though? Because maybe. that was Yeah. Spot on. on. It was. Spot on. It was. Brandon and uh, Robbie are, like, goofing around yeah. about, you know, I don't know. They're just goofing around with yeah. each other. Um, Robbie wants a ride home mm-hmm. from Brandon because it turns out they they're live. They're neighbors. They're neighbors. They live really close to each other. And Brandon does this whole thing where he's like, actually, just kidding. Yes, yes of course yeah. you can. Yeah. <laughs> Cindy brings over food to the new fa- the Ash family. Point of order. First time Cindy has got a scene yes. like, on her own since the one with in Glenn, a while, yeah. 17 year In age. a long while. So yeah. Cindy gets a scene. She goes over to their house, brings them food, welcomes them to the neighborhood. It's just the, the mom. I can't remember her name. Felicity. Felicity. Felicity Ash. Sure. So she, her and Felicity are, are talking and she gives her a pamphlet for the neighborhood watch. Yeah. Felicity makes a joke about how her husband said that he's glad that the break-ins started happening before they moved in. Yeah. And Cindy, like, doesn't she's know how unco- to react she's very uncomfortable. to that. And yeah. Felicity's like, I'm kidding. And, and Cindy's she's like, like, oh, oh yeah, sure. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Driving home, Robbie talks about how he used to live in the hood, yes. is what he says. Oh and how... <laughs> And how his dad owns um, a company called Papa's Popcorn, which apparently everyone knows and loves. Brenda practically lives on it. She practically lives on it. So Brandon, they're driving into the driveway. No, no, no. He drops Robbie Robbie off. off. He's backing out of the driveway, and he runs into Vivica A. Fox. Yes. 
and they get out of their cars and yell at each other. And right. my dad's going to have his yeah, lawyers. Yeah, my dad. Yeah. And now look, it seems to me that clearly Brandon was at fault. Yeah. Because Sharice is driving on the road. Right. And Brandon is backing he out of a driveway. Been, he so, been you know. Yeah. He's the one entering traffic. She's just driving yeah. along. But Agreed. It's kind of a metaphor for this whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> so back at home, Jim is saying, no, we're going to pay for it. Yeah. And Brandon is very upset. Yeah. He, he doesn't think that's right. Yeah. But Cindy doesn't want to, you know... She doesn't, she doesn't want, want to, to anger the yeah. new neighbors. No, doesn't want to doesn't want to be difficult with the new neighbors because they didn't have a great experience moving right. into the neighborhood. So she's sympathetic to that. Jim doesn't want to send it to insurance because he doesn't want the insurance claims to go up and blah blah blah. Right. So then we cut to the Ash House. They're having the same conversation mm-hmm. where the well, I forget the oh does he have the same name? Yeah, Robinson is the Robin, dad. Yeah, and he is saying we're gonna pay for it. Yeah, basically the same scene. It's it's gonna be fine. Uh, Vivica A. Fox has a good. Her name is Sharice, yeah. by the way, in this, and she has this really good line where she tells Robbie, "This is an A and B conversation, so see your way yeah, out of it." Classic. I liked that. Classic. I liked that a lot. So, Robinson sends Sharice to go over to their house to apologize and say they're going to pay for it but she ends up meeting brandon in the driveway because same thing yeah and they you know have a a nice little conversation they kind of make up a little bit yeah what happened i don't know who ends up paying for the for the cars yeah Hmm. yeah not sure um and robbie is taking pictures Mm -hmm. of them while they're standing there talking from from like a window they they don't know he's there at the walsh house early in the morning the alarm goes off Mm -hmm. And for their new security system, and they cannot figure out how to turn it off. So Jim finally comes down and finagles with it and gets it to, to turn off. Um, but this is the first of uh, yes, many alarms going off yep. in this episode. Driving to school, Brandon and Sharice almost run into each other again when yeah. he goes to pick up Robbie for school. And Sharice, they get out of their cars to talk, and Sharice says that she still goes to Baldwin High School, mm-hmm. which is near where they used to live. Right. So we never really find out why. No, I think she just prefers it. I, I don't think there's a real reason. Okay. It's kind of far, so she, but she still wants to go there. Yeah. At school, Brandon is complaining to Andrea about Sharice yeah. and how she had said, like, she would never go to West Beverly mm-hmm. and... Um, just complaining about her attitude about that. Andrea wants him to make it into a story yeah. for some reason. Well, because Andrea is is hiding about her where she lives right. so that she can go to West Beverly. And, right. And this girl is purposely going to the other school. Yeah. It's clumsy. There's, it is. there's no way around it, is. it. Donna says that Robbie reminds her of David, but black. <laughs> Oh That's the line gosh, in the show. It's why it's very look. I I too thought that Robbie reminded me of David, but they just over and over when Brandon's talking to Andrea, he said something about people coming in all shapes and sizes, and then he's like, and colors. Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh. But the way they're they're bringing this stuff in is not. It's just very. I don't know. It's just like they're trying to get them to say even, the word know. race and color even, even for no for, reason. Even for 1991, I feel like they should have had some sort of awareness yeah. about how this episode was structured and how it would come across. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
Brandon asks Robbie if he can interview Sharice. Robbie says that Sharice isn't crazy about white people. Yep. And uh, so he can try is yeah. what is what he says. Yeah. So at Robbie's house, um, Brandon and Robbie go to his house after school. Robbie's parents are going out for the night. Yeah. His, his dad is being awarded something. Yep. And Sharice is in the living room talking to her boyfriend, whose name is Devo. Is yeah. that, did I yep. get that name right? Yep. Okay. Devo. Um, she wants him to come over because her parents are going to be gone for mm-hmm. the night. He's being kind of, he doesn't want to. Right. He doesn't want to come to Beverly Hills, right. basically. And Brandon is listening to their conversation. And after she hangs up, he, I don't know. I mean, is he trying to just, like, get in good with her so he can interview I, her? I, I don't know. I mean, I think he's interested in her. I'm like, I think he wants yeah. to, like, take her out. I don't think it's just. He calls her Reese. Yeah. 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 He's very familiar with the nickname. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty strange. Yeah. He also she says, mi- don't call <laughs> She says, don't call me that. Yeah. And then, and then he asks her out yeah. and tells Robbie like, Hey, actually we're not going to stay here for dinner. Right. Like, me and your sister are going to go out. And Robbie kind of plays it off. Like, yeah. He's fine. like, Oh, that's cool. Whatever. It's fine. You know, so they go to the, hurt. they go to the peach pit and <laughs> Brandon introduces Donna, David, and Dylan. Yeah. And David says, you can call us the three Ds. Yeah. And Dylan's like, no. Please don't. No, we're yeah. not doing that. So Sharice is meeting the gang, being yeah. introduced to everyone. And they're everyone. making a huge deal about they it. They are. A huge deal. Why? And Kelly leans over and it's like, very hip, Brandon. Very hip, oh Brandon. It, Look, don't watch this episode, Kelly, okay? Kelly... And Steve, especially, in yes. this episode. Quite racist. They don't come across Quite well. racist. They do not. So, Devo decided... We kind of go back to Devo's work, flashback to there, and his yeah. friend is like, you need to go over there. Yeah. Like, you need to bring her flowers, and you need to sweep her off her feet. So, he gets flowers and strawberry yogurt, which, by the way, that is a great gift to bring to mm. someone. Just putting that out there. Okay. Just like Flower, bring, Flowers and strawberry yogurt? Well, the flowers, sure. Okay. For, romantically, but just like bring yogurt. Wow. Okay. Uh, the way to Kendra's heart. Yeah. Is strawberry yogurt. Always food. Okay. Always well, food. Okay. That for makes sure. sense. That for makes sure. sense. So uh, Devo is looking for Sharice. He doesn't have her yeah. address. Yeah. And it's not listed. He's trying to like call information. Yeah. It's not listed. So he um, is going looking for her. The Walsh House security alarm goes off again. Mm-hmm. It's nighttime now. Right. The alarm goes off. And she, Cindy's on the phone with Mrs. Cooper, mm-hmm. who then calls the security right. police yeah. or whatever for the neighborhood. Devo's walking down the sidewalk, and his corgi is like attacking yeah. him. Yeah, it was the cutest corgi. It was a cute corgi. But um, but then the security guys come up, and of course they're they're both white, and they basically attack him. Yeah. they like throw him on the car yeah. and. Beat him won't, up a little won't bit. Listen to anything that he says. No, he's yeah. not. He's not doing anything wrong. Um, but they're like, "You're the one who's been breaking into all these houses." And so yeah. So the next morning, Brenda and Brandon are talking about his date. Mm-hmm. No, wait. Yes, because he went on a date with Shreya. Right. I forgot. Yeah. Forgot who he was dating in yeah, this episode. I'd like to forget. Um, and Cindy is on the phone. With somebody. Is it Miss Cooper again? Probably. Talking about the Prowler and mm-hmm. how the police sh- showed up. And Jim seems very uncomfortable that Brandon went on a date with Sharice. Yes. Very yes, uncomfortable. Yes, he does. 
Like, and he he does end up saying like, I don't know. Well, Brandon, he comes up with a reason. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon's like, why? What's the problem? And Jim's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and then finally he's like, well, just the other day, you two were at each other's throats yeah. about the car. Yeah. You know, and they're like, okay. <laughs> Close one. Yeah. Close one there, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> at Robbie's house, Brandon shows up to kind of see what happened because yeah. they hear about what happened and Robbie doesn't want to talk about it right. at all. Yeah. Kind of, you know, shoes Brandon away, tells her, you know, tells him Sharice is yeah. fine. In Inside the house, Sharice's parents are lecturing her about, you know, they they don't, the dad does not like Devo right. and doesn't want him to come over and so he's worried about what the neighbors are going to think about what happened and, um, yeah, so they're lecturing her about that. Mm-hmm. At school... Brandon calls Steve and Kelly Steve-O and Kelster. Yeah, classic. I, I want him to use all those. Steve-O and Kelster. Forever. Yep. Um, they ask Brandon about his date. Um, Steve says some pretty yeah, racist stuff here yeah. that I will skip yes, and not, not say again. Yep. Brandon wants to... Brandon then is talking to Andrea. We, we you yeah, know, skip back, to the blaze. And he wants to do a story about what happened. Right. And, you know, he's checked into it and no one is talking about yeah. it like the police won't tell him anything and so he feels like they're you know something unjust happened and yeah. no one is saying anything about it and so he wants to investigate it um Ro- he then goes and finds Robbie Robbie is really mad at Brandon for using him which he absolutely has been yeah. doing yeah um to get close to his sister right. and you know to get information and Robbie says that Brandon, when he looks at him, he doesn't just see a new kid on the block. He sees the new black kid on the mm-hmm. block. I don't, I don't think that line fit there either. It's... I don't necessarily feel like that's what's happening. I think that, I think that it's just... I think they had this idea of, like, we're going to be so bold and address yeah. race. And they just didn't have the capacity to do it. Yeah. And so instead of having, like, a real through line and having you know in any sort of profound statement or even just even just acknowledging like the issues that were at hand they just did this clumsy thing where they mm-hmm. took like racist tropes that yeah. people use and just kind of toss them into this episode yep. so that the characters can react to them yeah but it doesn't really end with much of a statement yeah. about that no it does so it's like what is the point of this yeah it's yeah. It's very poorly handled. Driving home, Bre- Brandon's like complaining about all this to Brenda and she kind of is like, you know, she's like, you wouldn't be this upset if you didn't think part of it was yeah. true. Yeah. Um, so she kind of calls him on that. At Robbie's, Sharice and Brandon um, are arguing again mm-hmm. and um, they, they hear the alarm going off in the distance and she's like, you know, oh, you better go see who's breaking into your house now. Right. And um, she's, you know, I mad at Brandon and he's just trying to, he's trying to figure out who her boyfriend is so that he can go talk to her. But she, she doesn't want to talk to him about it. So he, he goes back to his house. The, the Walsh, the alarm is going off. The security guys are there and they're rewiring it or yeah. whatever. And Brandon asks the head security guy if they have, um, a report when they arrest yeah. someone. And so that's how he finds out where, uh, where Devo works. Yeah. And so he's going to go, he's going to go see him. So Brenda, Brenda kind of tries to talk him out of it, mm-hmm. but he, he doesn't 
want to be talked out of it. So yeah. he's going to go. So he goes downtown yeah. to where Devo works. And see, I think that's... I think that's kind of a missed opportunity as well because they they do a little bit with how suddenly now Brandon is the one who's standing yeah. out and he's having to deal with that and like if they if they could have if they would have done that properly I think that that could have been a real statement but it wasn't yeah you know and then when he and Devo start talking and and, and they invoke like the Rodney King beating and all that it's just like you don't have like the maturity, I think just as writers that they did not have the maturity to handle this issue and nobody seemed to be aware of that. No, I don't know how, I don't know how this got on the air. So yeah. So he finds Devo. They have this whole conversation and, uh, one line I did write down that Brandon says, he says, you're so full of it. You stink. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was a good line. So they, they argue for a while. Devo then talks about how his mom had to, beg for money the previous night so that she could get a taxi to come and get him in the emergency room because right. he had been beat up and was in the emergency yeah. room. And that's by basically kind of like the rent to cops, the... by mall cops, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's kind of the end of the conversation. It doesn't resolve. It doesn't resolve no. at all. Because then Brenda and Sharice pull up. Um, they came there because they knew Brenda was going to be there. And Sharice and Devo have like a reuniting. And... Then they all eat tamales. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. And that's the end of the episode. Doesn't resolve well at all. No, it doesn't. I I think, I don't think that you can, I don't think you can sum up the goal of this episode. I don't think you, I don't think there's any like, and here's what you take away from this. Because I don't think anybody really, I don't think any of the, of the primary cast comes out looking good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's almost like they're not even aware of that. It's like they've done all this without realizing that they needed to have some kind of statement. They needed to have some sort of takeaway from it. And I don't really feel like anybody learns. And I don't think anybody watching the episode would gain any kind of insight or perspective. I think it's just a complete failure. Yeah. There's there is one more little thing at the end. Okay. So at the Walsh house they're all eating popcorn. Yeah. Robbie's over. Yeah. Sharice isn't there, but they're all eating popcorn and they're reading Brandon's article he wrote because Robbie was like, I think you should write yeah. about this. Right. And so he does. He's the best writer in the world, yes. obviously. And he's Robbie's Brandon. installed as the staff photographer. Yes. Um, Cindy tells off Mrs. Cooper they're not gonna be part of the security yep. thing anymore. And so she's like, you know, this is none of your business. Please leave. Cindy and Jim and Robbie's parents are then hanging out, yeah. chilling together. So they're friends. Sharice and Brandon, uh, in the last scene, they're talking about the article and how because he wrote that article, Sharice's dad is more willing to let her see Devo. Because yeah. he didn't like him before. And the last thing I wrote was that we keep, like, seeing someone taking pictures. Yeah. We keep seeing these pictures, but they're from both I know. angles. I know. And I'm like, you're in one place. You yeah. can't take from both yeah. sides. But anyway, okay, so that's the end. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. I wonder how this played when it aired. Like, did people think this was a profound episode? I mean, probably, episode? sadly, at the time, people probably thought it was. Because it is, like, a, it's a thing that's still... Yeah. Relevant today, what yeah. happened to, to Devo, that right. thing exactly. is still, like, a thing that's happening. And I think, like, the neighborhood reaction to the ashes moving in, yeah. like, there's a lot of things in here that, sadly, remain problems. Yeah. And I think, like, it's such a missed opportunity. And and here's what, here's what really, I mean, there's so many things that, that bother me about this, but 
but it's it's very clumsily handled and i find it pretty disrespectful really yeah. mm-hmm. and and it's such it's such a missed opportunity for many reasons and i think the thing that shows that really shows me like how how much of a failure this was you never see one of these characters ever again really yeah you don't see this family again no huh so Robbie, who ends the episode as the staff photographer on the Blaze, and who was like hanging out with everybody. I mean, it's almost like you'd have to write that character out now. Yeah, you know. And Cherise, like with Brandon thought, and everything. I don't know why I thought Vivica Fox was. On this, this is it. Hmm. This is it. So it's like, well, we did it. You know, we did our, we did this episode. Isn't that yeah. great of us? Yeah. And then, in the next episode, nothing. And I think like. Because this is a problem. I mean, this is a problem with a lot of, like, 90s shows. You mm-hmm. know, like, you see, like, Friends gets trashed for this all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the complete lack of diversity. Yeah. You know? And it's something that is is never... I mean, by the time you get to the CW years, and even towards the end of this, like, you you get a little bit more diversity. But it is a problem. I mean, yeah. you can't avoid the fact that, that this show is very white. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that right here they lay all this groundwork to have even just recurring characters. Yeah. Even, even if Robbie is just there when they need a photographer, you know, or like let Charisse like intersect with the gang every now and then. Cause I mean, yeah. she goes to a different school, but they live like basically next door to the Walsh's mm-hmm. they're friends. And Robbie works on the blaze and goes to school with them. And the fact that you never see them again, I think says to me really like all, all you need to know about. Yeah. It. Yeah. So sadly, uh, this episode does not hold up. No. Uh, it's bad. Yeah. And I think it is... I very highly recommend that you skip it. I think this is the first episode where I'm just like, I'm. this was not yeah. good. Yep. Not good. Yep. So Let's just take a collective sigh. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Okay. We talked about it. Yep. It's, okay. It's over. Yeah, let's forego the snap and... Uh, <laughs> Just concede that this is a terrible episode. It's funny to me that the first episode was the one that was so impossible to find because I'd respect them if this episode (laughs) was like buried buried deep in a vault somewhere. But nope, there it is. (sighs) Okay. Well, uh, this was a downer. (laughs) (laughs) Let's look ahead. Join us next week as we continue our 90210 discussion with episode 210, Necessity is a Mother, and 211, Leading from the Heart. Uh, Are we going to meet Dylan's mom? Oh, maybe. Is that what this is? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. She's kooky. I've never seen the episode. She is kooky. All right. Outside of this podcast, you can find me over at the All the Book Show. You can find that at soundcloud.com slash all the books or find us on Twitter at all the book show. Uh, you can find Kendra over on Etsy. Yep. What Miss, is it? Miss Music Box Crafts. I'm still waiting for my 90210 swag. I'm working on I'm it. I'm going to order it. <laughs> I'm working on it. All right. Uh, well, on a, on a low note... <laughs> 902 one here we go 902 one here we go